astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> July. Welcome to July. Welcome to July. Get ready for the world to be turned upside down <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> um, so, my gosh. I just feel like there's been so much going on. I think a lot of people can relate to just feeling a little confused, overwhelmed, sad, angry with just, you know, all the topics that are going on. Yes. It can be yes. quite overwhelming just because even places that maybe you turn to, to relax or to unwind, you know, you're still being inundated with these conversations, with these arguments. And it can be very overwhelming. And I don't know, I guess I just had a wave of that <laughs> as we started recording, as we start talking about this. So mm -hmm. um, July, 2022, here we are definitely an important month. We have a lot going on and, you know, something that we haven't talked about in a while, I think is the Pluto return of the U S and I feel like we got everyone rather pumped about this. Um, right. In late 2021, we were even. I think we even did an episode in early we 2021. We did. And we had we knew, the actual. We knew it's a big thing. It's a big shift. Yeah. Right. And we had the actual first conjunction of it in fe late February. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I'm going to say I felt it was pretty mild up until this last week or so. Mm -hmm. the feelings of Pluto return. I feel like some people were saying like, well, well, what is it? You know, and of course we've seen the inflation. We knew that Roe versus Wade was up on, um, you know, for reconsideration. I don't know if anyone actually thought that this could overturn, you know, when you right. have something in place for so long, you kind of think this is just a scare tactic. They're just trying to mm -hmm. divert our attention type thing. Um, so I think it's just a, a good reminder that we are within this Pluto return um, and we are going to see the second conjunction of Pluto and the U.S.'s natal Pluto here, July 10th. Um, so just within a few days of us airing this. And, you know, one of the things that I would always talk about when we talked about the Pluto return was it's really hard to find other countries when researching the Pluto return that had the same borders and the same boundaries before their Pluto return and then after their Pluto return. That's, that's a good, that's a good observation. Well, you know, we, we kind of speculated, well, what would that be like? You know, like, is Texas going to break off from us? Right, is yes. Hawaii going to break off from us? Like, how would that happen? Is the earthquake going to hit and California drops off? What's How, how does this United States going to look different? Exactly. And now I just, I think with what I've been hearing just about putting the power into the state's hands, you know, that would really start segregating us even more so than we are now. 
you know, I just returned from two trips, one to Oklahoma, one to Texas. Mm. Now I had a, that was a big deal. I mean, I didn't, we had reasons to go and we went, but I was very much aware that I'm in different territory here. Yeah. As far as their laws. Now, to be honest, the conversations I had while I was in both States really didn't get political that we really didn't get into these issues. Yeah. And that probably was a good thing. Right. right. <laughs> but yeah, I was very much aware, whoa, we're going into red country. Yeah. Again, that, you know, for someone, it'd be just the opposite, right? For someone yeah. from red going into blue territory, you're yeah. more conscious of this, like you're crossing into a different world. I know. And I, before we started recording, I gave the idea that usually there's some sort of announcement or even some type of picture that maybe is taken for Instagram. When you travel, like we're in California now, right? People take a picture of the California sign. They're excited that they've crossed over kind of into a new world. And I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, you know, if all of this sticks and all of this goes into effect, could you some people, you know, could find it even scary or worrisome. Like, do, do I know the rules here? Almost like going into another country. Like, do I know the etiquette or yeah, that's what is allowed here? Well, I think it's important to go back and particularly for people who are not really well-versed in astrology to understand the Pluto return means the Pluto has, has returned to the spot, to the degree that it was at July 4th, 1776. When we declared our independence and freedom and clearly we paid, you know, people died. (laughs) It was a war. A lot of people died, so to speak. So we were willing, it's it's a life and death issue Mm -hmm. that people were willing to fight for. So it's not a shocker that we're now coming and facing basically life and death issues, abortion, gun control, even health access, you know, for um, you know anyone wanting to gen- do any gender transitioning, now they're kind of attacking that, attacking the parents that, that aid their children in anything in that area. So it's all life and death matters, just as it was in 1776. Right, and Pluto takes 200 about approximately 248 years to get around mm-hmm. the astrology wheel. So um, this is our first time experiencing this as a country. <laughs> But I really like your observation about the U.S. will look different yeah. geographically, you know, uh, and, and when you and say that, though, like, like that doesn't sound like the United States. That just sounds like ooh, yeah. states within a country, you know, like, yeah. but but it mirrors that we broke away from England. We broke away from. Right. The right. map in 1776 would have put us the same color that. England was right. Yeah. And now we have a different color We're you know, we're separate. Yeah. So a, a break is, you know, that does make some sense. Not, not that I, not that any of us welcome it. Yeah. Right. So that's so, what's going on here. July 10th. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I don't, we don't say that to worry people. We didn't see anything major happen on the actual pl- the first hit on February, I think 22nd it was, but it's well, a that's big... when Ukraine war started got going. Oh, you're right. Okay. Never yeah, mind. Huge, I take that back. Huge. Goes back that 22 thing. Remember about that time I was in, interviewing people at 22 degrees. Yes, you're right. Capricorn. That's what kid, because it's, it's considered a very volatile degree. Okay. Maybe record like rewind. 
yeah. leave yeah. that out. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. So yeah. the second right. hit is coming up yeah. here. So that's huge. There could be because the war started around that energy that we could have. I would we'd love to think some breakthrough, but could be a standstill. Right. Right. Um, this also, we will have one more conjunction of the Pluto return, um, mm-hmm. later in the year, I believe it was a December, but I don't have the date written down right here. Right. Um, and this is just the first, you know, conjunction of conjunctions of it. So it doesn't mean that it's all wrapped up in a bow and done no. at the end of the year, right? These will be issues that trickle into the upcoming years, but it does get everything onto the table. I think right now about what is being reconsidered, what's being addressed, what maybe will be no longer as we move forward. Very true. So with that, we also have Jupiter uh, retrograding here, July 29th. If you listened to our last podcast, we definitely went into uh, depth about how it will affect each of the signs. Uh, It will retrograde at eight degrees of Aries. And Jupiter does rule our beliefs, our goals, and our big why, if you will. So, you know, as a collective, we have to talk about Jupiter retrograding and we probably, there, there, there probably is a lot of people reconsidering what their why is. And when stuff like this is in the news, it really does get you to think like, what, what are your views? Why do I believe that? Was I just told to believe that by my parents or by my religion? I've heard a lot of conversations about. Mm -hmm different reasons why people feel certain ways. And sometimes it's rooted maybe in something that they don't even necessarily believe anymore. Yeah. I, that that's very common for all of us, but I think I want to water it way down that I think individuals are just asking themselves, why am I doing this? And that could be, why am I putting all this extra time and effort into something that what am I getting back out of it? So there, this does dribble down into your personal life where you're questioning and you may not think too much about it that you've just you know decided you're not going to do this anymore you're not going to attend this function you're no longer going to take responsibility for something and just realize it's time so you may not consciously go through the process of okay what why do i believe that right for many people just happens during this time period Right. And the last episode that we had will give more insight as to how maybe that will be affecting your individual chart. Definitely. They should, they should definitely go back and catch that episode because it was quite insightful. Yeah. And then I think the most significant uh, conjunction will happen on July 31st. Uh, the North Node will conjunct Uranus in Taurus, and we've not given much airtime to the North Node, uh, but we all have one in our chart. And so I we thought, why don't we kind of use this as our topic today, dive into it. What does it mean? When was the last time it happened? Um, how it will affect each of the signs. And I think this paired with the Jupiter retrograde and the Pluto return really amplifies it where we're seeing it really play out on a much greater level. Oh yeah. You know, the North, the North node is a point, it's not a planet. It's a point. And as you said, everyone has one in their chart and um, kind of very broadly, it's kind of, it's the individual's North star. It, mm-hmm. it particularly, if you are subscribed to karmic or reincarnation, you know, that idea, why am I here? 
what is all this about? What am I supposed to go? What, what am I accomplishing in this life? Yes. That's the, that's the North node. When people ask those type of questions, I'm sure you do, but I glance over to the North node to see what sign it's in, see what house it's in, to give some insight into the bigger picture. I feel like the North node has gained some popularity within like the trendy astrology, if you will, because I do mm-hmm. have clients when they book say, I really want to dive into the North node. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I do think that it's gaining some, some popularity, if you will, or even some traction within that idea of, yeah, what is the purpose of my life? And that's what we look to. Yeah. It, it's, and if I could use a little more language, it's the journey. It's the journey everyone's on. How can they be, for me, how could I be born in Iowa and uh, end up in Las Vegas? What is that journey about, right? How does that work? What, what, and it's not just the story of this is, oh, we left on this date and got here on that date. No, no, it's what drove us. What were we looking for? What were, what were, what were we seeking? Yeah, that's the journey. And it comes back to the North Node. That's the North Node. And then Uranus, you've probably heard us talk about this one, but it's a planet of rebellion, sudden change, innovation. And we have those two meeting up. This only happens every 15 years. And so the last time this happened would have been in 2007. And so you might look back on your life of what was going on that year. What were you surprised by? What were you shocked by? What left you a little speechless? mom <laughs> as we pause for a moment here yeah. as i relive 2007 PTSD. well that was, that was i'll be honest kate that was my most shocking year of my life oh. that was i mean in hindsight i say it this way i was asleep i was asleep we had everything we were we were a well-oiled family machine we everything worked on clockwork everything was predictable everyone was talking to each other everyone came to consensus Again, that's from a parent perspective, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that was the summer. That was the spring. It was the springtime when, you know, you left and got married very quickly. And uh, Tyler left for college across the country to going to Kentucky. And it was a whirlwind. And, and, And the individual stories of how it all came about just left us in a twirl, basically. And, uh yeah, thanks for not calling me out on that, but I will I'll go into more detail just to give you kind of the shock factor of that is I got married without telling my parents. Yeah. <laughs> I did it behind their back. And um, obviously looking back in hindsight, you know, probably because I knew I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> um, and I knew that it wasn't going to be accepted, which it shouldn't have been, I don't think. But so that was you know, the, and the fact that we were, we were a well-oiled family and the fact, and I was keeping this big secret, um, from them is definitely quite shocking and surprising on many different levels. But, you know, I I've said to other people, maybe never to you, but I said, you know what? It had to be done. Hmm. Kate, you had been a very cooperative child, <laughs> very cooperative. <laughs> you know, I don't know if, because we were such a force in converting you into your, my, to you into our ideology or what it was, but I did in hindsight say she had to break free. And it might've been some indication of how much we had. And again, I don't know what the word would be, but, you know, but had so much influence over you that you had the only way to get out was to do something very rash for us. To, to, you made a statement to us. And that is, I am my own person. 
I, I will make decisions and I will be responsible because you didn't come running back and say, oh my God, can you help me do this? Can you help me do that? No, you were self, you went into total self-sufficiency right. at that period. And I do recognize it in hindsight. Now at the time Absolutely. I was like, this doesn't happen in my world. Right. Saying that I, to my friends, this does not happen in my world. And my, my friends probably were kind of chuckling at me going, yeah, this stuff happens, Mary. This is <laughs> what know? kids do. Yeah. I think of Carolyn Sims making that Mary. Yeah. This stuff does happen. Oh yeah. So, I mean, just with that story, I think it was important to share that just because your life was being shaken up as a cause as the effect of something that I did, yeah. you know, I was shaking my life up by something that I did. And I don't know if at that time I saw it as like that crazy, of course, looking back at it now, I'm like, what the <laughs> the was going on like what you know what was going on in my chart why why you know why did I do that why did I feel like I need to do that so anyways that I mean that's a pretty intense story so thank you for listening (laughs) to us share that um but that was Uranus conjuncting uh north node I think in my chart if I'm not mistaken it was happening right on my ascendant Mm -hmm. um so definitely close there uh it was happening in my solar house of children just as a and also Venus, it was in the second house in my natal chart, which is love. And you, you suddenly got married. You, you just yeah. exited getting, getting, getting married tonight now out the right. door. Right. 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 So definitely can bring shakeups can be surprises. Um, kind of think of that idea of eclipses, like kind of that idea of be prepared for those well laid out plans to be eclipsed, to right. go off in a new direction. Yeah. And even uh, supercharged new and full moons, they have a big impact. They only happen like four times a year. They're wake up calls. But this, this is the big daddy. These other two that we just said, eclipses and supercharged new and full moons are uh, just a, a minimal, uh, what do I want to say? It's just, a, they're, they're bumps in the road. Mm-hmm. And the big daddy yeah. of change is the North Node hitting Uranus. Yes. So really, I encourage you to put your seatbelt on because it's, it, we're here. We are here. Uh, Uranus is going to hit 18 degrees uh, here within the week. I think by Friday, Uranus actually hits the degree, mm-hmm. the exact conjunction is not till the end of the month, but do not think, oh, well, I'll wait to the end of the month. It's happening now. Oh, even what we're seeing already play out, you know, you think mm-hmm. Uranus takes about 84 years to get around right. the circle. So, I mean, even mm-hmm. if we backed this up six months, to be honest, <laughs> Uranus was close enough. Oh, yeah, I agree. Like we are now in the window. So we do say kind of prepare yourself for breakthroughs, for shocking news, for upheaval of your life. Um, You know, we can see this obviously in the headlines, but this also comes down to just very personal things. What's going on in your life? What's coming out that you thought, oh my gosh, I didn't know I was gonna have to take care of a parent. I didn't know that my job was going to just change roles and I was going to be left doing something differently. Yeah. It can be things that are happening around you outside of you that all of a sudden, Whoa, I have to change. I have to quickly adapt. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or it's the idea that you're making the big change and leaving somebody else stranded, uh, feeling guilty, like, Oh, I'm sorry. I have to do this. And I know that's not going to be good for you, but something I need to do. So it's, it's hitting some people. Some people will say, Oh no, it's me. I'm the one that's making some big changes. Other people are reeling 
around them because of that choice. So uh, that's the hard part of astrology, isn't it, Kate? Yes. You know, it's, it's, are you being pushed into it? Or are you leaping into it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, the effect is the same. I always say this is like uh, no fault insurance. Makes mm. no difference. You, you, one way or the other. If you, if they hadn't done that, then you would have been doing something. Yeah. The outcome is the same. Right. So we can already see this, of course, in like the pricing and in inflation. We've been feeling that. Again, I, you know, with the energies that are happening, I don't think that that's stopping anytime soon. No, it's interesting that the airline industry, Uranus, North Node, Uranus rules technology, it rules the whole airline industry. And we, you know, the, every night on the news or every morning on the news, there's a how crazy it is to be traveling at this point. Yeah. I'd like to insert that both of our trips went perfectly. They, they took off on time. They returned on time. So we were not part of that hysteria, but I know ours did too, which I couldn't believe because I've heard so many horror stories from all my friends that are traveling. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we were in Houston, we rented a car, which we always do always because there's a big commute in from the airport to where we need to go. And, uh, we paid $750 for that car for four days. Uh, that was traditionally, we've been going there for 20 some years, get renting a car. And it's usually around three, you know, 350, you know, somewhere in that range. So that was shocking. And it's, it did make me think, you know what, we probably could be doing this differently. Yeah. You know, we don't probably don't need that car to the point that we for $750. So I thought it was interesting because it did never had I thought about that before. Well, it's interesting in the notes that you say, like, could we do ride share? You know, and ride share would be a very Uranus energy. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. An alternative and not having to ne negotiate all those freeways. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this is what Uranus does, right? It does things yeah. differently. It makes us think about things differently. There can be the shock factor when you saw the $750 yeah. price tag. Um, and then it can make you think, okay, can I do things differently? So, and again, this is that idea of like, you didn't, we didn't do anything differently. We just went to the grocery store, went to go rent a car. Like we always do right. saw the price of something and then realized, oh, do I need this? Right. So or it can be outside. Substitute. What's the substitute here? Right. It can be outside factors that make us choose to do something differently and find something better. That's the interesting thing. Find something that makes more sense. True. Um, I know here we have like in the news about the uptick in vasectomies in yeah. both married um, and unmarried men. Seeking out, I've read now two different articles in major publications interviewing doctors saying, yeah, their phone's ringing off the hook single man who know they don't want children, you know, in their late twenties, early thirties, you know, definitely. So this is like, they're, they're taking charge. They're saying, you know, I, I don't want to be caught up in this dilemma now yeah. of having to father a child or having to pay child support. Mm -hmm. oh. I thought that was very, and that's all that could be, there could be some benefit there. Right. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I've tried to communicate this before with friends is like, it's interesting because I, you know, you see a lot of arguments like that. This is like a war on women, yes. which I'm not denying that, but it does take in every time, in every instance that a baby is created, it is mm -hmm. a, you know, a male, male and female parts coming together, mm -hmm. you know? And so like, why aren't men as responsible? Why don't right. they feel like this is an attack on them as well? Because it's taking away their right and ability to choose when to start a family as well. 
Well, it's it, if in in the old way, it, it's hitting them. In, it's going to hit him in the pocketbook. If we're talking things about you know child support, which yeah. not every woman has had full access to child support. The system's been set up incorrectly, right? I mean, yeah, yeah right. it's not just this one thing, but it's just like right. men should be equally as upset. Yeah, because it does take two to tango in every incident. Right. But exactly. Okay. But there we go. Uranus North Node. All of a sudden, men. Hey, maybe I should get a vasectomy. Right. That's right. pretty. That's pretty. That's that's part of the. That's the good news. The lining coming out of alternative thinking. Right. So let's look to see. Um. You know, this conjunction is going to happen July thirty first. Again, we think you're probably feeling it already. It's happening at eighteen degrees of Taurus. So, look to see where does eighteen degrees of Taurus fall in your chart. Mm -hmm. Um, anyone that was born on or around May 9th, definitely this entire spring and summer, you should be on fire with some big changes. This will be, uh, conjuncting your sun. So again, very, uh, sensitive point in your chart, but if you have an 18 degree Taurus rising as well, or, you know, anything between 12 and even 21 or 22 degrees yes. Taurus rising. Absolutely. If your moon sits there. Um, I have, I have a friend who was born like within five days of this date and they're up and gone uprooted out of Las Vegas over in Arkansas now living a whole different lifestyle. And it happened from our perspective, friends out of the blue, like, why, why would you go there? Why, you know? Yeah. And yet that's what they did. Yeah. I know in my chart, it's squaring my moon. Oh gosh. And my sun technically, but definitely almost within one degree of my moon. Mm-hmm. And I think in your and dad's chart, it's, um, conjuncting your Jupiter, Yes, it is. your Jupiter in your fourth house and dad's Jupiter is 10th house. So yeah, very interesting how that will play out, but let's run through, um, just the 12 signs to maybe talk yes. about where it's happening on, um, a solar. So again, if you don't have your chart, you're not interested in looking at your chart. We'll talk about the solar standpoint, but again, if you have your chart, where does Taurus fall? Is it conjuncting anything, opposing anything? And that can give you more insight of how you're feeling it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Aries. Yep. So for Aries hitting that solar second house. So again, we're talking about shocking news, upsetting news. Uh, When it's happening in the second house, that could be impacting money. Oh, easily. Or relationships. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It could be the idea of a big, something that happens. Oh my God, now we owe this. We can't go on vacation. So that would be like, okay, there's a simple storyline, something that can be mundane, that stuff happens. But out of it, there's a repercussion out of this about what happens as a result. So maybe, you know, that problem, now we're going to expand on it and we're going to do some improvements, enhancements. So it's, it doesn't, I really want to insist over the longer term, which may be six months to a year to two years, you're going to look back and go, that was a good thing. We got woken up. Yes. Someone wanting to manage their money, recognizing we need help. Yeah. Right. Of course, at the time it can feel very overwhelming. It can feel very like a slap in the face, even like this come from. Well, admitting, I don't know how to manage my money, right? I'm not, I don't have anything saved or whatever. Yeah. And second house, we talk a lot about money, but it's can also be like values or, Mm. you know, what do you value? What are your resources? 
So it could even be something like, oh, we can't use that babysitter anymore, like a resource of ours, Mm -hmm. or I no longer value that. So we're no longer going to spend our money on that. You could go on a big cleansing of what you're spending money on, what you value. You know, and it could be surprise marriages, surprise divorces, you know, things, breakups that we didn't see coming. Second house matters, matters of love. You're what, what, what provides security? Well, relationships provide security. Bank accounts provide security, right? There's a disruption going on here. Yeah. It will serve Aries. It will serve them. Yeah. If we just stay on that same um, line, let's go over and talk about Libra's. Just because mm-hmm. there can be a pull between the two signs. So maybe you're a right. Libra listening to the Aries saying, okay, maybe I can feel that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there should that. be some simpatico between these two signs. Yeah. Libra is it's hitting um, eighth house, which still deals with monies, but maybe more complex monies, such as mortgages, um, inheritances, uh, larger savings accounts. I want to consolidate monies. I can think of a Libra right now who's potentially in going to be in discussion with a major corporation yeah. about, you know, royalties or, you know, the, the purchase of materials from them. Again, it's, it's in limbo right now, but it, it is, it's actively, it's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. No one's come to the table yet. Yeah. I'm thinking of a Libra that just got pre-qualified just this week. He's been mm-hmm. talking about buying a house for years and years and years. And then just overnight, uh, he's like, I'm doing it. I already got my pre-approval letter and uh, I'm thinking, oh, this could happen yeah, very quickly where he's picking up and moving and none of us kind of saw it. We thought, oh, you're, <laughs> you're right. finally settled in where you, you are. And yes. And also anyone buying a house at this point? Yeah. In a lot of markets, really? You're going to buy a house now? It is. Yeah. Right. Yes. It's yes. like. You should have done it a few years back, you know? Yeah. So there's, again, it's a surprise. It's the unlikely. Yep. And I could say this, it's a little miracle. There's a little miracle in the whole thing with Uranus. Mm-hmm. It's throwing you into your future very quickly. Oh, I like that. Throwing you into your future, maybe two years, three years ahead of where you thought this where you were ever going to have to face this issue. Yep. Let's talk about Taurus because it's happening in your sign. So uh, solar, it's happening in your first house of self. So there could be some surprise changes in your look. You know, if you're thinking of getting a fun new haircut or hair color, or you're saying I'm done with my wardrobe, I'm, I'm creating a a new style that there could be a very physical appearance change that other people. Tattoos, piercings, anything that would create a reaction. Yeah. Right. Shaving half of your head, you know, that type of thing. Just even if it's for a temporary reason, a cause, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's there, but it's their, it's their mission. They may feel they're on a new mission. I mean, I don't mean this necessarily in a religious sense. They may feel they have a new calling. Mm -hmm. This is who I really am. This is something I've always wanted to do, but nobody knew it. Right. That's when you hear those great stories. Oh yeah, I knew I w- I wanted this since I've been ten years old. And you're going, oh, you never mentioned it to me. Yeah, right. Yeah, they could have a new handshake kind of overnight where you thought, oh, I thought you loved doing that. I thought you owned right. this company. I thought this is what you did. That you might be surprising mm-hmm. people at the next family gathering. Oh, this is what I'm doing now. So right. new handshake. And it may not be accepted. I mean, there's going to be people going, really? 
you know, they will, they may not, depending upon the quality of your friends, right? Yeah. They yeah. may be tight lipped or they may show you a lot of facial expressions. Like, are you kidding? True. Um, following that line, let's talk about Scorpios hitting your seventh house of partnerships. Again, this can be sexual partnerships. This can be business partnerships, but these are people that I think that you interact with, um, you know, on a daily, if not weekly basis. Absolutely. So this can, clientele customers that you deal with all the time. There's a shakeup here for Scorpios. I'm, I'm a Scorpio. I'm starting to feel it. I'm being much more, um, uh, embracing my freedom. Mm -hmm. schedule, I should say that the freedom on the schedule Yeah, that I don't, you know, that I want freedom. I want more freedom, more flexibility. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm scheduling differently than I did certainly six months ago. That's been pretty dramatic. Yeah. Um, If you're a Scorpio, you might even feel like, gosh, I've had an uptick in, I don't want to say arguments, but conflict with friends, best friends, things that you thought, oh, we'll always be great that there could just be some hiccups that are happening where it might be making you reconsider who are my best friends? What is my support system? And I do think we've talked about this before, but right. Is it seventh house that like unequal partnerships or open, open enemies actually? Uh, Well, open enemies not unequal. That would be sixth house. Uh, But, but you're right. Absolutely right. Open enemies who do. Yeah. I, we don't, I think you summed it up. Well, I don't connect with that person anymore. Not that they're an enemy, but, you know, you're just not going to accept an invitation from them anymore. You know, you're just not interested in. We're melding. talking to the public. There could be some open enemies that people are dealing with. That's true, too. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But also, I want to add one other thing here. I think Scorpios are having a refined aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I do think there's something going on about beauty or style that may be counter to their age or to what everyone, you know, just what the norm is. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking that part. Okay. It's every more fascination with something like jewelry. So things that are just, you know, something more, a little more elevated. Yeah. Uh, for Gemini's hitting that, that solar, hint, hint, by the way, I know I was giving coming in the future. I was thinking <laughs> I would touch base on that at family dinner <laughs> look around the house. What's different <laughs> um, for Gemini's it's hitting solar 12th house. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And this can be a little bit more behind the scenes. I think when we talk about 12th house, right. Um, it definitely supports therapies, uh, doctor's appointments, anything that maybe isn't as public. I would think with Gemini's, it might not be as obvious what's going on with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, it can be diagnoses. I mean, Uranus uh, can bring in alternate therapies yep. uh, would be very likely there. Um, I think the other thing is it's recognizing for Gemini's now recognizing I'm some, some sense of how to uh, carve out my own space, my own time, maybe even taking up new habits, which may sound does sound normal to some people for other people say, Oh, now, now I need to go on an hour hike every week by myself. Something that uh, gives them space because that 12th house is oftentimes I feel imprisoned, I'm feeling imprisoned. So what do I do to compensate that? Right. And I like to be an example. I need to get away. I need to get out. Yeah. Um, I think 12th house as well. I like to think of it as like the basement of the chart. 
Oh yeah. So I do think that, you know, things that happened in childhood or mm. recognizing repeating themes saying, Oh, I haven't actually dealt with that. <laughs> There's a little right. PTSD associated with that. Why do I feel like this, that they might be really kind of in, I don't want to say in their feels, but they could be really reassessing, you know, why do I feel like this? Or where are these things coming from? Could make them really reflect mm-hmm. on even what the purpose is of what they're going through. Yeah. And I guess we didn't say as well, but that Uranus uh, in that 12th house can draw people to them that are in need of need yeah. of medical services, what do they need? And then it goes into that serving. I need to take care of them. I need to do something for them again, which would drive this need. I need some space. I need some time. Yeah. Right. For Sagittarius, it's in solar sixth house. Yeah. Interesting. The work environment. Yep. The healthcare piece. I would tell a Sagittarius this point to what's going on in the work environment. There's a disruption and it could be very fast, could be an exit by somebody, a shift at the top of the organization, uh, obviously maybe bouncing around between a couple different desks, something of that nature that it kind of says, oh, some things are not going to settle back. I'm not going to end up back at my old desk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to any sort of healthcare, um, you know, laser hair removal, removing a tattoo, uh, any sort of x-rays, again, things that maybe just that wasn't on my scope. I was just going in for a regular doctor appointment. Now they're sending me back for mm-hmm. uh, some sort of medical treatment. Right. But again, also. with a, with a positive outcome, I'm yes. favoring. No, but sometimes that can happen where you say, oh, if I didn't go in for that normal physical, I would have never found right. X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for cancers, it's hitting uh, solar 11th house. So yeah. we talk about um, the home here, even the idea of group, groups and associations. Where do you belong? Yeah. Who do you hang with? Yeah. I think there should be some funny stories there. You think? Leaving one group and all of a sudden you're in a different group or stumbling into a group, a mindset. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it, that, that cancers are are entering into these tight circles with a very specific mindset. So that can be, that can be a work environment, but it could be a social cause protest. Um, It could be in-laws and getting to know this new family and what they value and what they do for fun. Yeah. I'm thinking about a cancer who um, her husband expect unexpectedly had to go out of town And so she is like rearranging the whole place and painting. Uh Oh Oh God. (laughs) Um, But that, cause 11th house, we do put about like, how do you use your space? Yes, it does. Right. Right. And the idea of Uranus kind of surprise trip. Oh, surprise. When you come home, home looks different. Yeah. (laughs) So it could be some unusual ways that you're using the home or changes within the home that cause you to start using it differently. Now, I think Capricorn is the most exciting. Okay. Happening in that fifth house, I say they're giving themselves privilege. There's something happening here where they're now saying, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm just going to book this. I'm going to sign up for that. I'm something where they feel instantly like that's me. Sign me up. 
Um, so then they come home and they tell everyone what they've done and everyone's going, why do you, know, did you think about this before you did it? You know, there's a gut thing. This is a birthing energy, right? Mm-hmm. Happening in that fifth house with Uranus. So there's a new start. There could be a new passion. You could find something that you love to do that then would lead to new groups of people, teams, yes. for example. Yeah. Could be very good for money, by the way, for Capricorn. Extra money, spendable money. That would be the big word, spendable money. Mm-hmm. Money that you might not feel obligated to, oh, I need to save this. You might feel like we're going to have some fun with it. We're going to go here, do this, do that. If they were too, is like declaring a new hobby mm-hmm. or a new interest. Mm-hmm. I think that would also be very good for them as well. Yeah, but uh, unexpected money is coming to them. I do think Capricorn is experiencing that. Nice. For Leo's, it's sitting a solar 10th house. So very public arena in the chart. So again, I can think of some Leo's again, they've already made some big changes about where they're showing up, what their job title sounds like. Again, I would think you might be surprised by what Leo's like Facebook statuses are saying, (laughs) Uh, because there might be shocking news about them moving, about them starting a new job. Very public, I would think what they're going through. Yeah, and I do think there could be some significant shifts going on uh, with their home environment, Yeah, right? That kind of is going to bleed over and that the idea that there could be changes in that home and design, because it's Uranus, is oftentimes design or templates or codes that they're adjusting to meet or to match. Uh, I'm thinking about a lovely couple of good family friends that are doing kind of a mid-century modern conversion on their home, bringing in this time travel aspect. Their home was built in that style, Palm Springs style, so that it's not foreign. It does make sense that they're trying to emulate and kind of restore the dignity to the home. It's pretty interesting, but it's very public. You drive by the house and you can see it. Mm -hmm. So it's not their job, so to speak, but it is how they're living the image they're projecting, which is a very cool hip vibe. True. And we'll also see that with Aquarius hitting that fourth house of home. So Mm -hmm. very similar to what we said with Leo's, you might be making some changes within your home. Uh, You know, I'm an Aquarius and I've always loved my home, but as of just recently here in the last couple of weeks, I'm like, we should make some updates to kind of the style. I'm starting to feel a little uncomfortable, not uncomfortable, but just like, I want something new. I want something fresh. I want something a little funky (laughs) within the home to kind of shake up uh, what I've had. Um, Mm -hmm. This could also be just because it's in the fourth house of home. This could be startling or shocking news within the family unit. Yes. What people are doing. Uh, are people saying they're moving away or people, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. yeah, we have a story for that one, yeah. but yeah, I'm not going to so. go into it, but <laughs> exactly. Surprise marriages within the yeah. family, but yeah. there could be something that's shaking up that family unit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very strongly. Uh, for Virgos hitting the ninth house. Uh, so this is um, your higher vision, higher education. Uh, you might have some surprising new ideologies or philosophies that you're subscribing to. If you were thinking of making a sudden announcement, I'm going back to school. (laughs) I want to get licensed in this. That would also be very supportive of this energy. Yeah. It's a very lucky energy, very lucky for Virgo. So I made a big thing about Capricorns and money. 
I would say Virgos, they're having something more like, um, you know, uh, monies that they weren't looking for that just kind of show up in their life. Mm -hmm. So it kind of represents the safety net kind of oftentimes things happen. And, you know, I mean, the classic is you have the car accident and then, oh my God, I got a check of, you know, $30,000 or 50 or whatever amount they got. And we're like, oh my God, I had no idea that would come out of this. Something is very favorable here for them. It's great for internships or people that say, hey, come along, just come along. See, see you know, in, get invited in, kind of get pulled into a, uh, a, a group of people, and again, this doesn't have to be academic. Could be, but this could just be come to come to this gang, come to this house, you know, so to speak, and hang out with us and see what you think. And all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh, I like the talk. I like the vision that's going on in this group." Yeah, you really, might be surprised I, by what opportunities show up. I would say Virgo has the most opportunities right now. Yeah, um, and then for Pisces, hitting in that solar third house. Uh, this could be some shocking news in regards to your routine. Oh, I used to work from um, an office. Now I get to work from home. So just the day to day could look very different. Yeah. This the commute changed drastically in that situation. Yeah. I think that third house is that, you know, they're poking their finger at something, I meaning the heretic in all of us where we go, is that true? Is that really true? You know, um, and sometimes we do that politely and other times we do it in a very mocking, you know, way right. uh, in situations. But Pisces, again, I think their breakout is going to be more shocking maybe mm -hmm. than some of the other signs. So I've, pin I've pinned a few for finances, but just Pisces alone for the changes that are going like, wow, that doesn't even make sense what you say you're doing. Yeah. It could also, you know, third house rules, the neighbors and the siblings. Mm -hmm. So they too might just be more of, they were, they're affected by what the people around them are doing. I got it's it. A, a very mundane house. So yeah, it could be, be a neighbor from hell yeah. that causes them to put up a great fence or do something that they really like or move mm -hmm. and then land in a better place. Yes. Yeah. Then watch the neighbors <laughs> or surprising upgrades to their cars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you say, no, I wasn't expecting that my car. I took right. it in. It needs a $1,200 new belt or something. And you're saying, yeah. Oh, I'm just getting a new one. <laughs> yeah. 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 It doesn't, it's not logical. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, we just ran through all 12 of the signs with the upcoming conjunction of Uranus and the North node again, just because, uh, we don't have to wait till that exact date. You probably should be yeah. feeling it. And of course there will be the aftermath of it as well. This isn't just, Oh, I, I didn't sense it. So it's gone completely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, cause I think you, it would, is Uranus going to retrograde over this point one more time or no. Okay. This is no. it. This is it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. We look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.